This is the Ed Milet Show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm so honored to have this beautiful being sitting across from me here today. I've been a fan of his work for a long time. It's made a big impact in my life. Um, I guess the best way to describe him is he's a spiritual leader. He's an ambassador of peace in the world. He's a yoga guru, but he's also just a man who spreads love and bliss and joy throughout the world and gives people the tools of how to live their lives better, including mine. So Gurudev, Sri Sri, Ravi Shankar, welcome to the show finally. Great to have you here. Thank you, Ed, for having me. Yeah. So good. You only flew 18 hours from Dubai to do this with me today, so that's all, everybody. <laughs> so we're going to make this as magical as we possibly can. All right, I have so many things I want to ask you. We really need five hours, but we only have about an hour. So first things first I want to ask you about. You said something so fascinating to me about doubt. I want to ask you about this first. You said we really don't, we only doubt positive things. We don't doubt negative things. And man, I really started to ponder that. I meditated about it, and it's very true. So I want you to start out today, just elaborate on that concept about doubt. Yeah. Uh, you see, when someone tells you, I love you a lot, you say, you'll ask them, really? You go, really, right? Mm -hmm. And similarly, you know, we doubt our happiness. When you say, are you happy? You'll say, well, I'm not sure, is what the normal response we, mm. we hear. Right. Um, but that's not the same thing when it comes to negative uh, feelings. When you are depressed, you never say, well, I'm not sure if I'm <laughs> You're so sure about your depression. Mm. You're sure, so sure about your anger. Mm. Right? Yes. You say, I'm, you're mad at somebody. You never doubt a madness with someone, right? Well, why is that, do you think? That's how it is. Do you mean it's our nature? It's the nature, right? Do you think our nature is... So that's is that why we... we doubt the honesty of a person. We never doubt the dishonesty of a person. Gosh, that's true. When you believe somebody's dishonest, you know, you, your intuition tells you, I know they're dishonest. But when they are honest, we still wonder or doubt whether they're honest <laughs> yeah. with us. Is that because our nature is to resist... Because I don't really believe this intuitively either. So is our nature to resist a blissful or happy state or is it just a higher threshold? No, this is it? the nature of doubt is such. Mm. Mm. The opposite of doubt is wonder. Mm. You know? Mm. The wonder always has a joy with it. You're right. Curious. You don't, children have more wonder and curiosity, don't Absolutely, they? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why they have more bliss in their life. Why do you think more people who have achieved external success in their life aren't internally happier? You know, um, when you have put your 100% out there, mm -hmm. that brings some sort of relief in you. That, that helps you to repose in yourself. Mm -hmm. Unless and until we repose in ourselves, we can't find inner peace or happiness. So the key is to repose. To repose, you should have the satisfaction. Yeah, I did 100%. Suppose you're on a running race and you put your 100%. Mm -hmm. Then that, that frees you. You know, someone has done better than you. It doesn't bother you, but you have done your 100%, right? Hmm. I'm surprised to hear a spiritual guru say that, that it's good to empty the tank and to give 100% of something because you do teach that. It's a, you don't believe yeah. in just laying around and meditating 100 hours a day and that somehow everything's no, no. going to be great so, in your life. See, meditation is, is a tool for dynamism. What's that mean? 
that is see you meditate you recuperate you find the energy in you but what do you do with the energy when you don't want to act mm. Mm. it's like you go to the bank you take the money out and if you don't want to spend it what's the point in having money in the bank that's really awesome to hear because um prayer's always been a part of my life but meditation is a newer part of my life and i have found this renewed enthusiasm and energy in my life and clarity also that I didn't have before. And I have to tell you that um, I've achieved more and more external, whatever you want to call it, as I've given myself the gift of a little bit more emptying of my mind every single day. I've started to do yoga, which will really surprise my audience. I'm doing a lot more yoga. I'm actually going to a yoga retreat the end of May. And it's made a huge difference in my life as well. Now, the other side of the coin that you talk a lot about that's interesting to me is you say, the reason why people don't always get what they desire is that potentially they hold on to it too long, meaning they hold on to what they want too long. What do you mean by that? No, actually, uh, what I meant to see, um, you really don't realize your potential. Hmm. So when you realize you have the potential and you have the right intent, see, intention starts to manifest. Mm. But if your intention is clogged with doubts and uncertainty about yourself, whether you will be able to do it or not, then you find it hard to get what you really wanted. Do you think that you can hold on to the thing you want so hard that you... So almost surrender the energy from it, meaning there's a nuance, I think, in life between having a goal, but also separating from the outcome all the time as you're in the process of achieving it. Does that make sense? In other words, there's an interesting nuance of being very goal-oriented, something yeah, I want very yeah, badly. Yeah. But sometimes I think when we hold on to the outcome too hard and too firmly. It just burns you out. Yes. It just burns you out and it weakens you in many sense. Mm. It drains your energy. So, so what, what if nature wants to do something bigger for you? Why don't you believe that? Mm. You know, the higher self, the higher power wants to give you something much bigger. Mm. And your, your goal is something much smaller. Yeah. And you're struggling with it. So I always say when you have a goal, you should have a clause to it. This or something better than this. <laughs> That's really... I've not, see, I've been doing this. I'm 52 years old. I've never heard that in my life. And it's really true because what most people do is they have a goal or something smaller than it. The idea that it could be bigger. And by the way, in my life, God's delivered to me so many dreams and so many achievements in my life and experiences that I never dreamed that are bigger and more beautiful and more magnificent. Absolutely. You know, God knows better than... What you know about yourself, right? Mm. You you have the ability to achieve something more. That's why whenever someone claims their success, I find it it's a sort of ignorance, because you claim success because you think you have only that much potential. Wow! Now you've been to some of the most dangerous places in the world, right? You've been to war zones, yeah, yeah. um, you know, and you've tried to negotiate peace in some of the most unsettled places in the world. Can you tell me about some of those experiences that you took away when you were there? Um, and what do you do when you sit down with two leaders that they literally would like to kill one another or kill one another's people? I mean, that's the most extreme, chaotic, 
lack of peace environment, and you've tried to negotiate peace oh, in yeah, those yeah, places. Yeah, what well, can yeah, you yeah. tell us about that? <laughs> One was in Colombia, you know, with the FARC 52-year-old war. And then, you know, the, big, the first place, they didn't want to even meet with me. They, they didn't. They didn't want. They said, you know, our God is Karl Marx, and uh, we only believe in communism. We don't want mm. to meet with anybody. Mm. We don't believe in any spiritual thing. Mm. So um, then I was giving a talk in uh, University of Havana. Okay. So they came there. So they sent some of their feelers. Okay. Check out. Check me out. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> and then they found I'm an interesting person. So they, well, then they were ready to meet with me. Mm. So when I met with them, their hope was that I would help them change the mind of Colombian government mm. <laughs> and give them an international support, hearing for them. So I said, yes, I understand your predicament. You are not having fun in the jungle. <laughs> you are fighting for a cause. Mm -hmm. Your cause is to bring social justice to people. I said, I am for it. Mm. But the path you have chosen of violence, I don't approve of. Then I spoke to them. I do understand them very well. Mm. But they need to uh, stop violence, eschew violence, mm. and then come uh, to talks in peace. Mm. And then I meditated with them. They did meditation with me. They meditated they meditate, with you? They meditated, yes. The next three days, I spent with them every day talking and meditating with them. And the last day, you know, they came on their own to the press conference. Wow. And they said, from today we adopt the Gandhian principle of non-violence. What? What? <laughs> yeah. When I mentioned this, neither the press nor the government were ready to believe. They said they're just buying time and this mm -hmm. are their gimmicks. Mm -hmm. I told them, please give them a benefit of doubt. doubt. The benefit of the doubt, <laughs> which is what we started with. You know, it's interesting. Then afterwards, interesting. Uh, let me, after that, you know, for a month, it went on, then they agreed for a peace process, and the peace process happened. Then, then, most interesting thing was, we brought the victims, I flew the victims from, um, you know, from Colombia to Havana, to Cuba. The victims came in front of them, and they asked forgiveness with them. Oh my gosh. See, yes, we have caused so much pain to your family. And, you know, they had killed many soldiers and the families of the soldiers came and there was tears and there was not one dry eye in that place. How beautiful. And then they went on to do this process with uh, many cities where, all, you know, 20 million people have been affected by the war. Crazy. And, you know, they asked for forgiveness. That is so beautiful. That, that shows their, you know magnanimity. Well, I think it also shows that for human beings, that's the most extreme case of Correct. lack of peace or they're murdering one another. They're killing each other's children, right? You take that back all the way to a human being who's got strife with their spouse or they're not talking to their mother or father anymore or maybe they have self-hatred. Maybe there's an internal battle in most people and by the way, I think there's an internal battle in a lot of people today. Absolutely. And in our country, it's 
red states against blue states and, you know, Democrats against Republicans. And fortunately for us, it hasn't got nearly as violent yet as it has in some of these other places. But one of the reasons I do my show, obviously I want to give people the tools to improve their lives and, and achieve more things. But one of the main reasons I do it is I want people to experience more bliss and more peace in their life. And that's why I've wanted you here so badly for so long. That's exactly what we do. I know we what you do. We have these small capsule programs hmm. called sky breathing techniques. And, and they practice it. They find themselves in a completely different space. Hmm. They're able to shed the anger and frustration. Feel, you know, get connected with one's own uh, inner state, inner peace. Through breathing. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? Then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a full body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See eBay Motors. If you listen to this show for a while, you've heard me and my guests talk a lot about how critical it is to have your wellness goals in order, especially lately with me. So you know how powerful visualization is. When you visualize yourself 1, 10, 30 years from now, you've achieved all your goals. Ask yourself this. Am I healthy at that point? In your visions, of course you are. But like anything else, without a plan to get and remain healthy, you can't hit the goal. That's why I'm so thrilled to be partnering with Life Force. It's co-founded by my good friend Tony Robbins and Peter Diamandis. Life Force is a leader in proactive care. The Life Force membership includes everything you need to understand your wellness and help you make good decisions today that keep you on track in the future for your health. Listeners of my show get $250 when they first sign up for their membership by going to mylifeforce.com ed. That's mylifeforce.com slash ed. Take control of your wellness with Life Force and see what the healthiest version of you actually looks like and is capable of. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You also have a book out coming out called Notes for the Journey Within. Correct. Let's t- let's Because that's really the journey I'm on right now. And my audience knows it. I'm on this journey within. I've, I think a lot of people master the external game of their life. They get pretty good at achieving different things. But the internal game is a different thing altogether. And so let's talk about that for a minute because you used meditation as a tool with, with these leaders. And part of meditation, connected to meditation to me, is breathing, right? Is okay. some yoga practices. Okay. What would you tell the average person listening to this who's like, I don't know about this meditation thing. I can't quiet my mind. and you know, breathing, really, you know, I'm going to start breathing better and that's going to change my life. Because by the way, breath work has absolutely transformed my life. Okay. And for me, I must tell you, one of the main reasons your teachings have helped me is I'm sure it's the breathing itself, but it's actually the time I've taken just to be with my body and to be with myself and to just pay more attention to me and my breathing and getting quiet has um, caused me to be much more I think I'd call it self-aware and intentional about different things. So what would you tell people? Because meditation is this broad topic and breathing. What would you share with us? 
you know i i would call it as a process of mental hygiene mental hygiene mm. like dental hygiene you are yeah. it's a mental hygiene mm. you know we are, we get so stressed and neither at home nor in school we learn what to do when we are upset right. when our moods are bad when we are in rage when we are restless nobody has taught us how to manage our mind and to manage the mind directly is almost impossible mm. and breath is the link for every rhythm in the breath there is a connection to our emotion mm. and our state of mind mm. so breathing in certain patterns certain ways can help us to come out of the despondency we feel with our own moods really good what i've noticed when i'm not in control of my breathing and anger rises in me and they've been proven this too that there's a lack of heart and brain coherence that happens at a, at one time and you actually give yourself a kind of a form of a lobotomy when you're very angry and your breathing isn't being regulated you're not paying attention to it you actually give yourself a lobotomy you don't process information as well you don't make good decisions no, no, no. correct and that's what you mean <laughs> by this hygiene it's cleaning the system to some extent correct and you know, the, the breathing and meditation brings clarity in mind and focus in our uh, awareness you know in our attention span mm. today what we see is lack of attention span in college colleges and schools our attention span is reducing day by day mm. breathing and meditation help us to get over this attention deficiency syndrome mm. and there is more intuitive ability that comes up within you you become more creative mm. and this is what you want you know whether you are in business or in mm. academics all that you need is an intuitive uh, ability force from within this is why you're brilliant let me tell you i want to elaborate on that can i add to what you just said and and acknowledge it so what my breathing and my meditation work has done for me is my attention span has increased and what i noticed with me it was odd like my paying attention to things that were always there that i didn't and this may sound really corny but it led to business success so let me tell you as i started to do more breath work and more meditation work my ability to pay attention longer has increased tremendously and i didn't realize how quickly in a day i go oh let me check my phone again oh let me see this let me turn the tv on let me I didn't realize at 52 years old how much my attention span had shrunk. And it sounds funny, but I started to notice this sounds funny everybody, but listen to me. I started to notice like wrinkles on my hand that weren't there before. Paying attention to my hand, I I've seen things that were there all the time, certain trees in my backyard that have been there the entire time I lived there <laughs> that I have never seen or recognized before. I've noticed the beauty in these trees. I noticed there's a part of my yard where I didn't even know it where there's a hill that's in their yard. I thought it was flat. I noticed these little things. You think, "Well, what does that matter?" I don't know, but it gave me a lot of peace and joy. And then when I'm in business meetings, now I'm noticing emotions on people and facial expressions and tonality that I wasn't paying attention to that's made me a better speaker, a better businessman, but that goes all the way back to breathwork and meditation these little symptoms showed up of trees and flowers and a breeze that have led to better decision making yes ed you are absolutely right you know the the first thing that it does is it improves your perception observation and expression 
you'll be able to express yourself much better much clearer to people that's one thing i mean the communication breakdown today in the world is because of this you know lack of expression see? and lack of understanding of the others the, these all these benefits happen there are hundred benefits you know there are established evidence based benefits on this can you imagine if every world leader of every significant country meditated 30 oh, minutes we'll have a wonderful <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> let me ask you this what do we get wrong about meditation is there something that culture gets wrong about it that they don't understand that's a, a mistaken belief system about it I don't think any religion or any faith based organization uh, opposes meditation. No. Meditation is getting connected to yourself that makes your prayers deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a comparison between prayer and meditation. Prayer is like God give me this, give me that. Mm-hmm. Meditation is oh here I am ready to listen to you. what you have to say to me. That's so good. Do you know that my dreams have become more vivid and clear also at night? Uh-huh. I just want everybody to hear this. And I'm telling you this isn't foofy stuff. I mean, it's foofy stuff, but it's also business <laughs> stuff. It's life stuff. What you just said about your ability to express yourself and to communicate. Now, since you used the word self, let's go pretty deep here because there's other stuff I want to ask you. So you said self. What is self? I've heard you say you are not your body. You are not even your thoughts or your mind. So, who am I? What is self then? If I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my mind and I'm not my body. What and who are we? We cannot say I'm just my body. I'm not just my thoughts, I'm not just my emotions. You cannot say I'm not the body, but you can say I'm not just my body. Not just, okay. I'm much more than the body because body is changing, but there's something in me is not changing. a thought such changing emotions such change there is one aspect in you that is a reference point of all changes without that you can't even notice changes mm. right right you can't say i have changed unless there is somebody inside who has not changed <laughs> <laughs> yeah right 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 okay. yep so change can only be noticed with a reference which is non change and this non changing aspect inside of you that doesn't die that doesn't you know uh, age and that source of all energy is not an entity but it is a field it's an energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with this reference in life our other activities our emotions our dealings everything um gets a good foothold mm. they become very stable mm. Mm. you know the glimpse of your non changing entity or aspect inside of you can make your life so much more stable mm. and powerful and focused and uh, you know when and can give impetus to your activity or dynamism do you think that that's why i've I want to ask you this because this is recent work for me. Like, call it a year that I've been doing. I've noticed that things that used to make me very worried or very angry or give me great anxiety or trepidation doesn't do anymore. It doesn't do it anymore, <laughs> or at least it does it a lot less. Ah, uh. 
Is that a product of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have that? So You're right on the dot. Yes. Yeah. You may get upset even now, but mm -hmm. that doesn't stay too long. Right. Even you may get angry, you know, you may shout something, but you know, it doesn't just touch you, it doesn't sink into you so much. So there is a part of you which remains very blissful, calm, steady, and, you know, serene. You're right. My faith has always given me a great deal of comfort. I'm a Christian. It's always given me a great deal of comfort um, and perspective. But my breath work and my meditation work has given me a um, perspective and calmness that shocks me. Because what you said about me, I've always thought, you know what? I run a little hot. I, you know, I'm just a wound up guy, <laughs> you know, and, and I found that, uh, actually, I don't think that's me. I, I think that that was a program I was running for years that I almost became addicted to these emotions of frustration and anxiety mm. and worry and a little sprinkling a little anger from time to time. That was kind of my cocktail of my emotions. And mm. I find lately it's more like, Gratitude and bliss and peace and um, perspective. Correct. It's changed. No, you're right. You know, the, um, this is what even, you know, uh, what Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Mm. Unless you become a, like a child from within, you know, mm -hmm. getting into that space of innocence within you, you can't get to the kingdom of my father. Do you do anything to center yourself? So you flew 18 hours last night, at least, plus the drive, plus this, plus that, plus it's L.A. You're driving to me today. Is there anything you do before an interview like this or a moment like this or a day that helps center you? Is there something specific that you do? No, I don't do anything. Any other. Honestly? Yeah. Nothing. It's just your state of being now. Yes. Mm. You know, when you keep doing something for some time and then it becomes uh, very obvious in your nature and you don't need to do anymore. <laughs> you, but you do believe in karma and your definition of karma is something I had not heard before also. I thought karma was like, I do something bad, it's going to come back around and get me. I do something good, it's going to come back around and bless me. But you, you I, wanna, I don't give it away, but you define karma as See, karma is the impression in the mind. Okay. Karma has three connotations. One is it's the impressions, and then it is the tendencies, and it is the fruit of the action that you have already executed. Okay. So action is also called karma. Action is karma. That's that karma. was the difference for me. What do you mean when you say that? Because that was the difference, that action is karma. There is this uh, term called karma yogi. means you are putting your 100% and not worried about the result. That is karma yogi. Mm. And your action is an expression of joy rather than expecting joy out of the action. Wow. Can you say that again? Say that again. See, usually uh, you are doing a work to get joy from that. Yes. Instead of joy as a product of action, now hear joy as an instrument of action. You are happy and so you do it. Mm. You know? Those are the people that I remember in my life. You know, those are the people that, the reason I want you to say it again, the people that I have recollections of yeah. that um, made impressions on me 
they are joyful in their actions. Yeah. Not trying to get joy from the result of their from actions. From the result. No, you yeah. put your 100% and, and your action is out of joy. Yeah, I think about watching Michael Jordan dunk a basketball with his tongue out, you know, and he's, he's about to dunk. He's just in such bliss as he was doing what he did. Yes. Or a great artist playing a song and they're just lost in it, right? Or a speaker on the mm. stage or an incredible school teacher teaching a lesson yeah. or a mother with their baby. Yeah, you love what you're doing. Right. And you're not expecting some result out of it. Yeah. Even if you accept, expect, that doesn't matter. But it's an expression of joy. That's what I meant earlier when I said separating from outcome. Mm. Not being so caught up in the end result as the payoff. Correct. And I think, I think there's actually studies now in the brain that say even when you get to the payoff, that the dopamine in your brain actually crashes when you get the reward. That the actual dopamine spike, the joy in your brain is actually in the process and journey process of getting of there. Action, right, yeah. they've actually measured it in the brain now. So that's how, that's how right you are. Hey everyone, it's Ed Milet, and if you know me, you know I'm always looking for ways to live healthier, have a little bit more energy, more vitality in my life. And so if you're like me in that way, I think I've got something exceptional for you, which is Armra Colostrum. This is just not any health trend. It's a breakthrough in natural wellness. Armra Colostrum is a superfood that's packed with over 400 bioactive nutrients. It's derived from sustainably sourced grass-fed cows right here in the USA. And since I started using Armour into my routine, I can tell you I've noticed some actual changes. One is my energy levels way up. My workouts feel stronger, and so is my recovery. Like, they're just more effective. And I got to tell you, there's even kind of a glow people are telling me to my skin. So we've worked a special offer for my audience. Receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash mylet to get 15% off your first order. That's try, T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot com slash mylet. Join me and thousands of others who are making a real difference in their health. Hey, guys, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. You know, in all of my businesses, and I've been blessed to have several of them, I've used Indeed now for a number of years. And the main reason I do it is, I, if you're like me, I don't want to waste a bunch of time interviewing people that aren't qualified for the positions that I have. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world, right? Or they are qualified, but they're not interested in making the move at the given time. And so with Indeed, you have a thing called Instant Match, where they match you with quality candidates within 24 hours. And you're in front of people that want the job, that are qualified for it, and that you probably want to hire. I wouldn't go anywhere else. They've delivered great candidates to multiple businesses that I have right now. So here's what's great. Listeners and viewers of my show, you get a $75 sponsored job credit right now to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MyLet. Just go to Indeed.com slash MyLet, which is M-Y-L-E-T-T, right now. And you can support our show by saying you heard about Indeed here. That would be great, by the way. Indeed.com slash mylet. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. You also talk a lot about um, intuition and intuitive power. And I used to not rely on that. The Bible even talks about discernment as a gift, right? And I used to fear my intuition and not trust it and think, no, I've got to I've got to research this or know it, but people that I know that, you know, frankly, make great decisions in their life, they tap into their intuitive power. And you believe that we all have intuitive power, correct? Absolutely. Every single person, even animals do have intuition. In fact, they're even more intuitive than human beings. Hmm. We have intuitive power and we need to tap into it. That makes life a lot more fun and a lot more easier. 
How do you do that? By just listening to that whisper, that voice in your heart, in your head? For that, you need to have clarity in mind. Hmm. If your mind is all with buzz of too many things and worries, forget about intu intuition. Hmm. <laughs> Again, here, breathing and breath work and meditation helps you hmm. to connect to that deeper self hmm. inside of you, which is not changing. What specific thing, I want them to read the book and I want them to go to your courses too, so I want to go and give too much, but what about breathing? What could you teach us right now as it relates to our breathing that would, that would benefit us? See, the first act of life is you took a deep breath in. Mm -hmm. Then you started crying. Mm. The last act of our life is you will breathe out and you will make others cry. Yeah. If you don't do that, then you have not lived a good life. Wow. So in between when we are breathing every day and night, we are releasing toxins from the body. We are bringing a rest to our subconscious, unconscious mind. Mm. But we seldom attend to the breath which has several patterns, several rhythms. Mm. So by attending to the rhythm of the breath or breathing it in certain rhythms, uh, sets the clock in, in its right perspective, mm. you know. No point in having a clock showing Eastern time here in uh, right. West Coast, right? right? Or giving a time of Israel in uh, sitting in USA. Mm. So you need to set your clock to the current position where you are. It's really true. Like that our mind, our body, our breath, our intellect, our memory, all these seven, our faculties, inner faculties, gets into rhythm. Mm. Mm. And so we are in the present moment. That's what breathing's done for me. Focusing on my breath has brought me to the, I have a hard, I had a hard time just getting quiet, emptying my mind. And when I started to focus on my breath work, I realized uh, I'm right here right now. And it's easy. Yeah, and it's easy. Okay. It is so easy. It's interesting in life. The things that are the most um, wonderful in our lives we need to be careful not to take for granted. So you have this amazing spouse, and maybe over time, because they're just there all the time, you begin to take them for granted. Or, you know, you have children in your home, parents can relate to this, and boy, then when they leave, you just go, oh, I hope I didn't, did I take it for granted when they were here? And breath is like that. Breath is with you all the time. And because yeah, right. it's with you all the time, <laughs> Don't you think we just sort of take it for granted that it's just there and it's not that big of a deal? Correct. You agree? You're right. <laughs> yeah. If you could see his face, he really agrees with me right now. So that's a good thing. Evidently, I've made a very profound point, <laughs> which I love to hear. Okay. I'm going to get some good stuff on top of this. You say confusion is a temporary state. And I think that so many people in the world right now, they're confused. What's going on in the economy? What's going on in my own life? Am I really pursuing my true purpose? And people just, I, and I, I feel like pain is temporary also in people's lives. But you talk about this idea that confusion is temporary. And I just wanted you to elaborate on that because I think people think they're going to live in this perpetual state of not knowing their purpose or their passion or their cause or where they're going. You know, knowledge comes in contrast. It's always like that. Mm. You can feel the cold because there is heat. Mm. Similarly, there has to be some clarity. Only then you can even feel the confusion. Mm. If a confusion is so perpetual, mm. you can't even feel it. Mm. You can't even know that you are confused. 
So they all come in little doses or little gaps. Mm. So in the gap, you realize, though I was confused or I'm in confusion. Mm. That is a clarity. See. Yes. If I say that, oh, I am so confused, that means you have some clarity at least. Right. You realize what state you are in, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, we cannot generalize and eternalize everything. Usually we say, I generalize, you know, I'm, oh, I'm always like this, I'm always dull, and I'm always lazy. Mm-hmm. These are things that, uh, you know, we tend to uh, see that way. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you simply have to take a little time for yourself mm-hmm. to have the clarity dawn in you. I, I would say more yeah. than, pardon. Yeah. I would say more than confusion today. People are in a state of uh, uncertainty. Yes. They, everything is uncertain. Mm-hmm. So that state of uncertainty causes. Uh, more confusion in the mind about the choices. What I was going to say about that was, um, I hope everybody can feel what I feel sitting really close to you because energy is real. And when you're in the presence of somebody that has such peaceful energy um, or clarity, you tend to catch some of it. So like, as I'm sitting here listening, I'm finding myself like very at ease, very peaceful, very uh, clear in what I'm thinking about and that I want to do. And I feel like that's a, a v- almost like a, an energy frequency that you, you give off. And I guarantee you, everyone who's come in your presence feels this. It's just, it's just easier. It's easier. You know, we convey more through our vibrations than through our words. Mm-hmm. You know, you may talk for hours, and, but then if the vibration doesn't convey, nothing gets conveyed. Mm-hmm. So you can, one can stand and talk about love for one hour, but if they're not living it, if it's not coming as a, in the vibrational level, you don't feel anything. You're right. But a puppy in your home, a dog in your house can make you feel that love You're in right. no time. A baby can make you feel that vibes, right? Yeah, just their so, vibrational frequency, vibration, just their presence. Yeah. And you should ask yourself, everybody, I want you to talk about this too. When I'm around you, um, it makes me evaluate other people I'm around. And what energy do they give me? And, you know, I don't think people evaluate often enough the vibrational frequency they're getting from the people they surround themselves the most with. Do you believe there are toxic people? Do you believe there's toxic energy? Do you believe people should be more vigilant in their evaluation of the human beings they surround themselves with? What are your beliefs about that, your thoughts? As I said, we are an energy field, definitely. Mm-hmm. Each other's energy affects us. Mm-hmm. Suppose someone is very angry and they're, uh, they're coming with those vibes and then, of course, it affects you. Mm-hmm. Unless and until you are very well uh, established in yourself, you're right. very strong, you're very centered, then you take them all as kids. Yeah. See, like a school teacher, mm-hmm. in nursery school class teacher, kindergarten teacher, she knows kids come with all different emotions. Mm. And even if they are jumping around, some is crying, some is yelling, some is angry. It doesn't affect uh, the teacher. It's true. It's true. Because you have 
gone one step ahead to make yourself much stronger. Mm. So again, here breathing, meditation, as if it is practiced regularly, will keep you in that state of uh, positive energy. So the negative energy doesn't affect you that much, as much as it would otherwise. Maybe the best description I've heard of that is how you describe the five elements and then ending with light. Would you tell everybody about that? Because I think that that's, I think that that light is energy, right? Can you, can you tell them what the five elements are of? See, the, we have earth, water, fire, air, ether. These are the elements. Mm -hmm. But the one interesting thing, if you see, the lighter energy spreads more. Spreads more. Spreads more. Hmm. The finer it is, it reaches more. Hmm. So our mind is much lighter, in the sense. Hmm. In meditation, one can experience this. You know, you cannot understand just by as a concept. Yeah. But as an experience, you can get it if you if you sit with a teacher or learn or practice it. Then it's easy. What is Dharma and Shiva? What are those? What does that mean? See, Dharma is uh, the true nature. Okay. Your Dharma, see, your Dharma is to talk and to express yourself and motivate people. Mm -hmm. That is your Dharma. Yes. A doctor's Dharma is to reassure people of their health and help them to get out of their sickness. Mm. Okay. Right? A teacher's dharma is to dispel the ignorance and mm. get knowledge uh, to the student. Mm. So dharma is that uh, translate that your nature which translates into action. That's dharma. What is Shiva? Shiva is that principle, uh, the summum bonum of all creation. Got it. That in which everything is, into which everything goes. Mm. And by which everything is sustained and are born. That mm -hmm. that field, which is truth, beauty, and benevolence, that is Shiva. I love this. <laughs> Was there an experience early in your life that put you on this path that you're on? Like, how do you become you? <laughs> is there something that happened? <laughs> no, no, nothing special happened. Usually people come on spiritual path that some drastic, either right. tragedy or an incident yeah. has happened. Yeah. None of those with me. From my childhood, I knew I came for doing some work. You knew as a little boy? Did you have some special uh, insights or feelings into people? I think we all have these gifts, right? You said mine's to communicate or motivate. But certain people in certain areas, I believe, are born with an abundance of one or more of those things. So I probably was born with maybe a proclivity to communicate or speak. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Maybe. And so... Yours was, did you... Did you See, did every you, child has that, you know? Right. We all have the joy, we have all bliss. Every baby comes to this world as, as a bundle of joy, right. bundle of bliss. And people on the course of days, uh, uh, years, they lose it. I didn't lose it, I'm holding on to it. You've <laughs> held on to yours. Look at how joyful you are. You laugh a lot, you... You, I just feel like there's a lot of people that would listen to this and go, I don't know what mine is, though. So, I, I, think, I'll, I think you would agree with me. I think a lot I think of people... it's good. You know, it's good to say, I don't know about myself, rather than putting a label on yourself about all your limitations or, 
So you know. Do you think, well, that's good to know, because I think you just gave a lot of people a little uh, break right there, that they're like, okay, maybe it's good that I don't know. But it wouldn't be good to end your life at the end and never figure out what it was, right? So it might be okay right now not to know because that creates curiosity, but nobody wants to get to 110 years old and go, I never figured out my purpose, <laughs> right? Nobody wants to get to there. Yeah. So is there is there a, a way that someone begins? You no, know, first, the first step is to say, Acknowledge that I don't know about myself or my abilities. I may have many abilities. Mm. That takes you out of your limited identity with which you are crushing yourself or limiting your uh, growth mm. or limiting your um, expression of abilities that you are yeah. endowed with. Mm. A second step is to say, I can do whatever. I, I decide to do mm. whatever I wish to do. I, I think more people, I got to say something to you about that. I want to talk to you about this. Like I'm just going to never get to listen into you and I talking for a minute. This yeah. isn't for everybody else. I've realized in me lately, I don't know if it's growth or just change, but the parts of me I think you need to check in on yourself from time to time and up and audit what matters now compared to before. So when I was a young man, I wanted to be successful and influential and achieve and, and um, whatever all that comes with that. Probably rich, right? Probably have money, even though I never really thought a lot about that. And then I got to a stage in my life that I think I'm in now where my real mission and goal is just to contribute as much as I can to other people. But there's this other part of me that now feels that he needs a time of rest and rediscovery and recuperation. And it's an interesting thing for me because all of my friends are still like one of the other two versions of me. And so I'm going to do this. I'm going to write this book. Where's your new book at? You haven't written your next book. And, and there's this part of my spirit that's just saying, no, this is, and I don't know that I've done it yet, but like I, right now I feel like I'm supposed to be resting and recovering and recuperating a little bit. And it's very foreign to me because I've never allowed myself to think that before or feel those things before. And I really want to turn inward right now. And I feel like I'd be more valuable to other people going forward if I turned introspective and inward for a while. Yet I have nobody in my circle who's at that stage. It's not like I've grown out of something. I've just morphed, changed. This is very interesting and it's essential thing to, to check the burnout. Mm -hmm. You see, activity and rest, mm -hmm. they go hand in hand. It's not that you achieve success and then one day you will come and rest. Rest will help you to achieve things in much more effortless and efficient manner. Yeah. What you would put, uh, you know, yourself so much mm. and still your success is less, that, that means that you have not rested enough. You have not taken that inner look. Right. See? So they are complementary. They appear to be opposite. But they're complementary. Mm. Mm. Now, there are two types of joy. One joy is you achieve something, you get success. When you get something, you have you're happy. Okay. Right? 
and you get a present on the Christmas Eve or sure. your birthday, and then you are all curious to open mm. it, and you know there is a joy in getting. Mm. That's an infant joy. We have all grown with that joy. Mm. But there is another joy that comes to you when you give. Yeah. The joy of a grandmother. I often say the joy of a grandfather, grandmother is in when they give to the kids and the, in the joy of them they find their own joy yes so we have to grow from the joy of grabbing and getting to joy of giving mm. contributing mm. that would bring immense satisfaction mm. and it will it is restful too you're right that was really good right there Hey guys, so I've been talking about Babbel for a long time because to some extent, they've actually changed my life. And the reason is, like you, I wanted to learn a second language. I think everybody should speak a second language. And I learned Spanish in high school, but I couldn't speak it fluently. And it was an outcome of mine last year. And I can tell you, a year later, I've made a ton of progress. I was recently in Mexico. I was having really conversations with people who are telling me they were impressed with my Spanish. And 100% that's because of Babbel because the way you learn to speak a new language is in total immersion. The lessons are 10 minutes long. You can start really speaking the language better in about three weeks because they're crafted by about 200 different language experts. So whatever languages you want to learn, you can start slowly but make progress quickly with Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash mylet. Yeah, get 50% off at babbel.com slash mylet. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash mylet. Rules and restrictions apply. That was really, really good right there. You also say, don't sit around and analyze yourself too much, which I think is interesting coming from a guru, <laughs> right? Like, you don't sit around too much because does that mean if you, you just become so self-involved, if you analyze too much your own life, that you can almost become, yeah. it almost becomes an ego thing. What do you mean when you say that? Because I think, I think there's a community of people, I think you'd agree with me, there's a bunch of people in the world that are just go, 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 and they don't take any time whatsoever to give themselves the gift of self-reflection analysis. Then there's another group of people that all they're doing is analyzing themselves constantly, and they're not getting around to doing a whole lot, right? It's like chewing the, it's like chewing gum. You're chewing it and not getting anything out of it. <laughs> it's all patterns and thoughts, and they come and they go, you know. It's mm -hmm. just in a field. Places impact you, people impact your thought process and all that. And why do you have to analyze so much and identify yourself with those thoughts? Yeah. You know, you don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. I said, just move on. Just keep moving. Keep moving. So you talk about this guy last year who won the Nobel Prize in physics, and basically his overall belief system was, none of this is real, <laughs> right? So we, <laughs> I want you to talk about this because it's kind of, the guy won the Nobel Prize in physics, and his, basically his conclusion is... Three scientists. Three. Three right? of them said that. Tell us about that. Tell us about that. Uh, well, this has been said in the ancient philosophy long time back. Mm. You know, the world is like a dream. It's unreal. Mm. What is real is within you. Mm. So realize that something in you which doesn't change mm. and you will realize everything else is uh, temporary. I and it, the fact stares on your face and nothing mm. is permanent. See, mm. our thoughts are not there all the time. Our mm. thoughts are not, you know, and emotions are changing. 
our body is changing you get mm. wrinkles you get whatever botox and all that you do still it is changing <laughs> right <laughs> you're right you um you've lived an amazing life and i'm curious what do you believe is on the other side of this that's a surprise let us keep some surprise why do you want to know everything right away right right so you're okay with not knowing every element of it i don't need to analyze that i know because i've mm-hmm. you know and you go deep within yourself you know that there is something that is that goes from life to life but don't you think that that's the here's why i ask it i think it's the i think it's the primary question that human beings live with since the day they were born is what does this mean is this real where that's am i going good. that that's a good question to have mm-hmm. this question uh, helps us like a vehicle to move where we want to go the spiritual journey mm-hmm. we should not be in a hurry to find an answer for it mm-hmm. who am i what do i want where do i go what is the purpose of my life these questions themselves removes all the cobwebs on our path mm-hmm. it makes our it brings clarity and direction to where we want to go i usually say go with negation if you are confused about the purpose of your life now list out what is not the purpose of your life mm. the purpose of your life is not to be miserable and make others miserable yes. not to be greedy and just get swayed away by someone else mistakes yes and you know other thing i say is anger is a punishment you give it to yourself for someone else mistake <laughs> man is that the truth you know i got to tell you something i never thought i would say that gurudev and matthew mcconaughey share a similar belief system but you know the actor matthew mcconaughey he was just on my show recently uh-huh. and we were talking about trying to figure out who you are and what your identity is and he goes well i think you ought to start with who you're not What am I not? Okay. And it's almost identical <laughs> to what you just said. And so he said it with a totally different accent than you in a completely different background, but it's this it's a very similar conclusion. So, all right, I got a couple couple things I got to ask you about psychedelics. You like them, you don't like them. I say stay away from them. Okay. Why? I see people who have used it and they don't look very happy hmm. and healthy either. Hmm. and when you can do it all when you can have that high just with your own breath why do you spend money and your health to to get an altered state of consciousness mm. now i didn't think you were going to say that and that's interesting i almost wish i asked that in the beginning of the interview so everybody because you know it's the thing right now yeah it's a, it's a temporary high that people experience Mm. but i can say you can do an experience permanent high mm. and feel healthy mm. and have less sleep 3 4 hours sleep and you get many powers in your own system you know you, you become a power house if you start meditating and doing breathing did you just say 3 or 4 hours sleep yeah wait a minute is that what you get a night yeah 4 hours 3 hours that's good enough Th- for me you have this much energy uh uh-huh. Stop it. Wait a minute. You have this much energy. 
You've flown across the planet to come see me here today. And you're telling me that you average three or four hours of sleep? Yeah, yeah. Well, you say that like, yeah, of course I do. You know that that's not normal. <laughs> no, but see, if you meditate, you get to that. I don't, I'm not telling you should not should straight away not. start doing that. it. You know, you'll be, you'll be a wreck. Right. I don't want you to do that. Try that, but you you know that will be enough for you. It's not insomnia, by the way. It's Ed, not. I can sleep if I want to. I can sleep six hours, eight hours, but you don't. How is your enough. how how is your energy level? So. I've watched videos of you for a long time. I've watched you all the way back to when you had dark hair, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, and now it's not so dark anymore. So do you feel older? Do you feel less energy? What do you think? I don't think you do, and yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, you're right. That's I'm right. What, that's what, yeah. And you attribute that to just the years and years and years of work you've done. That's mm. being the space of yourself, mm. love, and nothing. Mm. Nothing other than that. What a great reflection you are of, um, no, you're a great expression of joy and love. And I'm telling you, everyone, that you feel it when you're, when you're in his presence. Okay, I'll give you one more question because we've taken up so much time today. And, um, and again, I feel like I legitimately have gotten to like 4% of the things that I want to ask you. So you're going to have to fly 20 hours back and do this again when we have another one of these. But if, you, if someone was listening, they said, listen, I've had some things happen to me in my life. People have hurt me. You know, I'm carrying some emotional pain in my life or, you know, I've recently gone through a divorce or my business failed or, um, you know, just life so far hasn't turned out like I dreamed it when I was a little boy or a little girl. And I found myself listening to Ed's show and you're here today. And, uh, you know, I'd like to turn the page and begin again from where I am. What would you say to that person? Very good decision. Start anew. Mm. No point in life is too late for it. Mm. And whatever pain you have had in the past, it has taught you something. It has made you strong. It has made you deep somewhere. Now just shed all that and move on, you know. But there is a beautiful you inside you that's looking for an expression. Mm. Mm. It has gone through all the mud, but now for it to come out, a beautiful life is ahead of you. Mm. I'm so grateful that you came this far today. Thank you. I've enjoyed it so much. So much. You're... Description of you is you're a humanitarian. That's one of the things. And now that I've been with you, you are. You're an ambassador of peace and real, true human values. I am so grateful for you. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. Lovely. Love. And continue to inspire people as you have been doing. I'm a, All the best to you. Thank you. All okay. the best to you. I intend Bye. to do that. Hey, everybody, one thing. You can go to artofliving.org. Um, you can go to youtube.com forward slash um, Shri Shri, which is S-R-I-S-R-I, and you can just Google him, and you'll find everything you need. And Notes for the Journey Within is his upcoming book. What an amazing conversation today. Everybody, please share this with anybody that you care about, that you want to have more bliss, success, joy, and abundance in their life. God bless you all. Max out. This is The Ed Milet Show.